0: Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details.
1: Well, usually on this program, we stick to one topic, the top uh, topic of the day. Um, But yesterday, the first day after the midterm elections, uh, was so uh, covered with news, uh, significant news that uh, really absolutely um, deserves attention uh, that uh, today we're going to talk about several stories. Hello, everyone. I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now, a journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Uh, The first thing I need to say is a couple of corrections from yesterday's show. When we woke up in the morning uh, after the midterm elections, uh, it was being reported that John Tester uh, in Montana had uh, been defeated. um, and, uh, And by the end of yesterday... Uh, it was being reported that uh, they had found enough votes uh, that, in fact, Tester had won by a fairly significant margin, about a point and a half. Uh, So how those votes uh, had escaped attention the night of the election and the morning after and then suddenly, um, you know, been discovered, uh, I'm not exactly sure. There's not much coverage uh, out of Montana on exactly how that transpired, but it looks like uh, that the loathsome uh, John Tester will, in fact, return, to the U.S. Senate, um, overcoming a uh, concerted effort by Trump and the GOP uh, to defeat him there in Montana. Also uh, being reported yesterday morning was that uh, uh, Martha McSally uh, had won her race uh, to succeed Jeff Flake's seat there in Arizona, defeating the far left-wing social justice warrior, cultural Marxist um, Christian cinema. Uh, But then uh, as the day wore on, they claimed that uh, cinema had found enough votes to close the gap enough to where uh, they are still counting votes. And uh, it's speculated that there may be enough votes uh, coming out of Maricopa County where cinema won by about 15% uh, to push cinema over the edge. Uh, There are also... Uh, a great deal of votes uh, supposedly in the more rural areas of uh, Arizona. So they're telling us now that it's going to be two or three days before we know uh, who won the Senate race there in Arizona. Uh, of course, you have to add that to the uh, the recount uh, that is going on with uh, a Rick Scott's defeat of Bill Nelson uh, here in Florida, as well as uh, the recount that uh, looks to be shaping up in the uh, gubernatorial race there in Georgia. So uh, as is, um, you know, uh, common, when the Democrats go down to defeat, uh, they just keep counting votes, and votes keep appearing uh, to, uh, to close uh, close races and, in fact, sometimes um, reverse the uh, results of the uh, election night. You'll recall that uh, uh, Franken there in Minnesota, um, he had gone down to uh, to Feinstein. Um, is it Feinstein? Yeah, the uh, the uh, liberal Republican that uh, Franken had run against when uh, by a close margin. When lo and behold, they found thousands of votes in a box in a trunk. That pushed him uh, over the edge, and of course the liberal uh, judiciary there in Minnesota upheld it, and, uh, and Franken uh, was, um, was declared the winner. Uh, so we're going to have to keep a close eye on Arizona and uh, Georgia and Florida and see exactly uh, what transpires here. Uh, also happening yesterday was uh, the resignation uh, at the request of the president of Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions uh, had uh, had allowed the Democrats to bully him into recusing himself from any um, investigation into the so-called Russia mythology, uh, whereupon whereupon they were able to uh, turn the um, the uh, management of the case over to the highly conflicted Rod Rosenstein, who then turned around and, and appointed an even more conflicted. Robert Mueller uh to engage in this two-year witch hunt that we've been on that was never designed to prove a uh, Russia collusion because uh the democrats are well aware that there was no Russia collusion between uh, uh Vladimir Putin and the Trump campaign they know that because they were in fact engaging in Russia collusion uh by hiring a a former um MI6 spy to, uh, to gin up uh, this uh, bogus dossier by using phony Russian sources that were bought and paid for uh, that were then injected into our, uh, our uh, election and used uh, first to try to uh, prevent Donald Trump from being elected, then to try to overturn the election, and then finally, when all of that failed, to try to cripple and handicap his administration during the first two years in office. So now the president has uh, fired Jeff Sessions uh, because he's lost faith in him. I, I have lost faith in him as well. Now, let me hasten to add that Jeff Sessions is a decent man. Uh, he conducted himself in the way that uh, that you're supposed to. If uh, if you have a conflict of interest, you're supposed to recuse yourself and, uh, and turn it over to somebody who doesn't have a conflict of their interest. The problem here is that he turned it over to somebody who was far more conflicted than him. You'll recall that Rod Rosenstein, in fact, recommended the firing of James Comey. One of the things that he did turned around and appointed uh, Robert Mueller uh, to investigate. Robert Mueller is a, a lifelong, or not a lifelong, but a close confidant and former mentor of James Comey. So it, it, was, uh, it was. It was. It is absurd to begin with. No uh, probate court, no municipal court, no traffic court in this land would ever tolerate a conflict of interest uh, like is represented in uh, in Rod Rosenstein and Robert Mueller uh, pursuing the president for the firing of James Comey. It's absurd. But now the same Democrats that um, had called for Jeff Sessions to be fired uh, for, you know, meeting with the Russian ambassador in his role as a U.S. senator, Um, uh, they're all springing to Jeff Sessions' defense and saying that firing Jeff Sessions in and of itself now constitutes an obstruction of justice. So it's uh, very, very reminiscent of uh, how they reacted to James Comey's firing uh, initially after Trump took office. All of the Democrats were calling for James Comey's head on a pike and for his firing because um, you know he had uh, he had um, held that press conference wherein wherein he exposed all of the corruption on uh, on the part of Hillary Clinton, ignoring entirely the fact that he then turned right around after detailing this long list of particulars that would have gotten you or me thrown in jail for decades. He turned right around at that press conference and, and claimed that no reasonable prosecutor would take this case and took it upon himself to exonerate Hillary Clinton. It never was his authority or responsibility. And uh, and the Obama Justice Department um, claimed, or pretended that he had made the decision when in fact the decision was made by Barack Obama uh, not to uh, prosecute Hillary Clinton for her numerous and obvious serial felonies. But uh, the the hypocrisy uh, among the Democrats and the left wing is is so uh, so blatant and obvious. It just they they have no shame anymore. They have no sense of uh, self awareness or hypocrisy, and uh, and the rest of us can see it just uh, plain as day. But um, now the uh, uh, the Trump administration is appointing as an interim. Uh, Matthew Whitaker, uh, to be the interim attorney general. Uh, Matthew Whitaker is a, a, a decent fellow. Uh, he is a Trump loyalist. Uh, he has spoken out against the excesses in the Robert Mueller investigation and uh, the lack of uh, any limitations on his scope while he's gone after anybody and everybody associated with the Trump campaign having nothing to do with Russia collusion or Russian interference. Uh, and he has said uh, that uh, that the scope should be limited as uh, originally intended. So it looks like uh, Whitaker is going to take over the investigation from Rod Rosenstein, and there's a lot of speculation now that Rod Rosenstein will be on his way out the door as well in the next couple of days, which uh, I certainly hope so. Uh, there ought to be some sort of legal mechanism. For uh, Trump to challenge the appointment of Robert Mueller, the the conflicts of interest that are uh, going on there uh, just cry out uh, that this is an injustice. Um, You cannot have uh, the mentor of a subject investigating that subject's firing as obstruction of justice. It it, it is so absurd as to be breathtaking, Um, but, but nevertheless... This guy, Matthew Whitaker, I don't know if uh, he's going to be considered as the permanent attorney general, but uh, he certainly is an impressive uh, fellow, well-spoken, got a great uh, educational pedigree. Uh, he's a power lifter and, uh, and definitely what you would consider an alpha male, the type of strong leadership you need at the Justice Department. There's also talk about bringing in uh, Chris Christie uh, to uh, to take that spot as well. Chris Christie um would not be a bad choice but um, you know all the political baggage he he brings including the uh the uh ridiculous uh, bridgegate uh, fiasco there in New Jersey uh, might make his confirmation somewhat probable but jeff sessions is out he did a great job in every other uh, area uh during his 2 years uh at the attorney general's office in every other area uh, except for the Mueller uh, appointment he's been uh, uh good on trying to uh, rein back these sanctuary cities he's been blocked by these left wing judges over in the ninth circuit uh but he is uh he has stepped up uh workplace enforcement against illegal immigration he's been a strong supporter of uh, uh law enforcement and uh, and really it's a shame uh, that during his first really official act as attorney general he uh, he made this uh this terrible mistake of um not recusing himself that was that was correct or appointing Rod Rosenstein to oversee the Mueller investigation, which was obviously just um, a violation of uh, conflicts of interest so um also yesterday we we retreated to this uh meltdown of uh the far left pretend journalist uh um, Jim Acosta from CNN who during the president's first um, press conference after the midterm elections uh, again tried to make himself the center of attention basically tried to give a speech um, you know a social justice warrior speech that aligns with CNN's far left ideology and then tried to shame the president and smear him uh, the president of course was having none out of it I don't really know why the president of the United States would call on Jim Acosta to begin with. I guess his uh, sense of fair play um, just uh, overwhelms uh, his experience in this area. But he keeps calling on him, and Jim Acosta keeps making an ass of himself. And he really did it yesterday. I'm going to play you a clip here. It's kind of a long clip. You really got to see the context uh, text of this uh, to to understand the rest of this story.
2: Uh, thank you, Mr. President. I- Challenge you on on one of the statements that you made in the tail end of the campaign, uh, in in the midterms. That here, this, here we go. That well, if let's you don't mind, go, Mr. Go. President, that this caravan was an invasion, as you know, well, I, I consider it to be an invasion. As you know, Mr. President, the caravan was not an invasion.
1: As you know, Mr. President, the caravan was not an invasion. So, Jim Acosta, we all need to know his opinion, and uh, not only that, but he's going to read the president's mind for us. And tell us all that he knows that it's not an invasion. I'll, I I have to add that the the definition in Webster's dictionary of an invasion is an unwelcome intrusion into another's domain. When you got fourteen thousand people marching toward your border uh, with the expressed intent to abuse your uh, your asylum system in order to uh, sneak into the country, that is an unwelcome intrusion uh, into another's domain. So we're going to go back and start this clip from the beginning.
2: Uh, thank you, Mr. President. I wanted to challenge you on, on one of the statements that you made in the tail end of the campaign uh, in, in the midterms. That here, this, here we go. That, well, if let's you don't go, mind, Mr. Go. President, that this caravan was an invasion. As you well, know, I, Ms. I President, consider it to be an invasion. As you know, Mr. President, the caravan was not an invasion. It's a, it's a, a group of migrants moving up. From Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling and me that. And why, why did you why did you characterize it as such? Uh, because I consider it an invasion. You and I have a difference of opinion. But do you think that you demonized immigrants in not this election no, to try I to want keep them? I want them to come into the country, but they have to come in legally. You not know, well, have dare to come you? in Jim through a process. How dare you? insist that they to be do it a legally? And I want people to come in, and we need right. the people. Your you campaign. Wait, your campaign. Wait. wait. You know why we need the people, do you? Because we have hundreds of companies moving in. We need the people. Right. But your campaign had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and well, so on. that's true. It pour, it, but they it, weren't actors. They're not going to be doing they that. They weren't actors. Well, no, it's true. They're not going to be do doing that. You think they that? were now, actors? were the future? They didn't course. come from Hollywood. Right. These, were, these were people. This was an actual, you know, it happened a few days ago. And, uh, They're hundreds of miles away, though. They're hundreds and hundreds of miles what? away. That, that's not an invasion, toward the border. honestly. I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings would well, be ask much better. If I, if I okay, may ask one enough. other question, <laughs> Mr. President, if I may, if I may Peter, ask one question, are you worried? That's, to, that's, that's I mean, enough. That's enough. President, I, well, enough. I was going to ask one of The, the other folks... That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, Mr. Excuse President... That's enough. Mr. President, I had one other question. If I may ask on the Russia investigation, are you concerned that... That you may have I'm not concerned about anything with you the indictment investigation because it's a hoax. Are you, That's enough. Put down the mic. Mr. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation?
1: Now, this is al- absolutely outrageous. First, uh, you know, Jim Acosta wasn't there to gather information or ask a question. He was there to make an a, sta- a statement and then turn around and try to shame uh, the president. And then when the president gave him his question, which he doesn't deserve to begin with, uh, Jim Acosta absolutely refused To give up the microphone and let somebody else have a turn uh kept uh going on and on and then uh, tried to get in one final lick with this uh this bogus uh, russia investigation which has been thoroughly discredited at this point but then he 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 really lost his composure and when the white house aide whose job it is to manage the microphone tried to recover the microphone from him he strong-armed her and refused to give it back and in fact um sort of chopped her arm down well that was uh finally the the final straw with the white house and they uh they have withdrawn jim Acosta's uh press credentials at long last. This should have been done long ago why CNN was allowed to make um you know these uh these press uh briefings all about jim Acosta uh is just beyond me, but they finally Um, withdrew his press credentials because he had uh, abused a White House intern. It was obvious. You saw it right there with your own eyes. And yet, all of the mainstream leftist media circled wagons around Jim Acosta and claimed, despite the fact that there was video evidence, that he never laid hands on uh, this White House aide. Well, and it's in the Washington Post and the New York Times, completely ignoring the physical evidence of a video that we have of this and pretending that this didn't happen, just saying that the white house was lying. So I'm going to show you, um, a, a, a video of this, uh, this event where the white house aide, who's just doing her job. She, it's her microphone. If she wants to uh, retrieve it, that's up to her. Um, uh, Jim Acosta doesn't own this microphone and he's not entitled to keep asking questions after the president has told him that uh, that his time is up, but here here's this clip. So he push he pushes her arm down. Bam. So never mind the fact that we've uh, we've got actual video evidence of uh, him uh, physically abusing a White House aide. The left wing media insists it didn't happen. Tells us, who are you going to believe, us or your lying eyes? Here's a slow motion of uh, exactly what happened. Now, that's absolutely outrageous. He needs to keep his hands to himself. He's already uh, verbally abusive to everybody in this administration. Now he's actually physically abusing White House interns. Uh, the the left wing media is totally unconcerned about that. The same left wing media that hounded Corey Lewandowski for weeks because he uh, he tried to catch up with the president and uh, and uh, and grabbed um, a, a pool reporter by her elbow so that he could get past her. They wanted uh, him uh, brought up for assault charges. They wanted him to be fired. But now that it's one of their own, they pretend that it didn't even happen despite uh, the obvious video otherwise. Jim Acosta should never, ever be allowed to report uh, in a White House press pool again. His uh, credentials should be revoked permanently. They're acting like this is some huge violation of the First Amendment uh, freedom of the press, but it's nothing of the sort. Freedom of the press, like all other freedoms, comes with responsibilities. And Jim Acosta has... uh, has, um, been totally irresponsible in the exercise of his First Amendment. Now, that's not to say that CNN can't send somebody else in there to act just as big a fool until they uh, get their press credentials revoked as well. But Jim Acosta uh, does not know how to exercise his freedom with responsibility, and he has absolutely no right whatsoever to be a pool reporter. He can exercise his First Amendment all he wants to on CNN's air, but uh, the the White House is not obligated uh, to uh, to let him uh, in inside the uh, the press pool. I just want to show you this one more time. So when you're reading and listening to all this uh, pool or this um, left wing press coverage that this didn't happen, just remember this: he'd been playing keep away with her, trying to keep her from getting the microphone um, again. It's her job to manage the microphone. It's not his to uh, say that she can't have the microphone. But when it was necessary, he became physical and strong-armed her to keep this microphone. I the the less I see of Jim Acosta, the better I feel because this this man has been a a total stain on uh, on the profession of journalism and uh, and just a, a shrill uh, left-wing voice making everything all about himself. There was another interesting incident that happened yesterday with, uh, with um, uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, he was doing his show, uh, preparing for his show on Tucker Carlson tonight when a mob of uh, Antifa goons showed up at his residence in banging on the door, uh, shouting threats through a bullhorn and scaring the bejesus out of his wife who thought this was a home invasion who uh who hid in a pantry and called the police thankfully his four children weren't home at the time uh but um but they have uh i mean the the parents will have no uh, peace any longer raising uh, raising their family in that home uh and the children are, are uh, most certainly going to find out about this and it, and it's probably going to give them nightmares as well but the same media that was circling their wagons around Jim Acosta for his abuse of a White House intern turned a blind eye entirely to Antifa actually showing up, doxing a, um, a member of Fox News and, uh, and shouting threats and uh, attempting to break in the house. They, in fact, cracked his front door. I'm going to show you a clip here of, uh, of just exactly what happened. And uh, and you tell me if uh, if... And you'll notice Antifa, the left-wing Democrat mob, waited till right after the midterm elections uh, to engage in this sort of uh, threatening activity as well. This is the same group, by the way, that has been running, running um, members of the administration and Republican uh, elected representatives out of restaurants and uh, setting fires in the aftermath of Trump's election, assaulting police officers. Trying to keep um, Trump supporters from the, attending the inauguration. It's the Antifa group uh, Smash the Fash, or something to that effect. Here's this clip.
0: Taco Bell's in. Do you outside your home to protest the protest of fascism and racism. Sleep at, at night.
1: night. Cars, <laughs> or, uh, no no borders, walls. No USA at all. No borders. No walls. No USA at all. Tucker Carlson. We will fight. We know where you sleep at night. If you listen closely to that clip, I don't know if you heard it, but one of the women was shouting out something about a pipe bomb. So this is uh, this is political, uh, terroristic threats. Um, you will not see uh, the same reaction that you did when uh, when this uh, lunatic in Florida mailed these fake pipe bombs uh, as a terroristic threat to all these Democrats. Uh, this uh, this is only a one sided uh, state of affairs. But the same crybabies in the the media. Uh, that are saying that uh, that uh, Jim Acosta shouldn't have his credentials revoked or plainly on video abusing a White House intern will turn a complete blind eye to this uh, doxing of Tucker Carlson and terroristic threats that took place at his home while he was at work that terrorized his wife. Facebook and Twitter both left up um, uh, this, this doxing of Tucker Carlson and his brother and some of his friends. Uh, took hours to take it down and uh and when they did, they didn't suspend the accounts of this uh this group of antifa terrorists um they They just removed the offending posts. There are hundreds of antifa chapters throughout this country. They are well organized political um mobs uh designed to intimidate political opponents and engage in uh in fascist activities while claiming to be non-fascist, to shut up their political opponents and uh, and inject fear into anybody that um, that steps outside of their left-wing orthodoxy. It's really unbelievable. You know, they've been deplatforming people on the right for, um, for months, uh, Facebook and Twitter and other social media, YouTube have, but they continue to turn a blind eye to Antifa, Black Lives Matter, uh, these occupy groups and all of these other left-wing outfits that have engaged in political, uh, terroristic threats themselves. Well, went a little long today. Uh, there's a lot of news to try to catch up on. When we uh, when we uh, pick back up tomorrow, uh, we'll see uh, what uh, has been transpiring in uh, the the Senate races in Arizona and Florida, as well as the governor's race in, there in Georgia. Thanks for joining us. If you like this broadcast, please like, share, and comment. And if you uh, are watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. We'll talk to you later.
0: This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question.